Welcome to the Words of Heart podcast. In this episode, we dive into a topic or story pertaining to mental health. This episode is accompanied with video and audio. However you choose to listen to this episode, sit back, relax, open your hearts and minds. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. everyone. Before we get started, I would like to take the time to thank Magic Mind, which is sponsoring this episode. I am so honored to have the opportunity to promote an outstanding product called Magic Mind, which I have here. Nice, lovely little drink. <laughs> this product not this product enriches your mind through these ingredients. Matcha, which gives you energy. Aptogens, which I probably mispronounced, aptogens, A-D-A-P-T-O-G-E-N-S, aptogens, which helps you relax, and then nootropics, which keeps you focused, and lastly, honey, which makes you happy. I'm very honored to be sponsoring this product in this episode. So without further ado, Joining me in this episode is Lynn P. Cunningham. Thank you for joining me, Lynn. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. So, Lynn, um, first off, thank you for reaching out to me earlier this morning. Um, I believe you have a documentary that you would like to discuss, so let's get into it. Sure. Um, I'm the co-director, co-producer for a documentary film called Medicating Normal, and it is a it is currently being aired on PBS um, as a special, and it's also available on Amazon and Tubi and Vimeo. So it is streaming as well. Um, it is it takes a look at um, the long term hazards of psychiatric medication. Um, one in five Americans are on these psychiatric meds and um, 
which is too many. Um, and they're not, they, they, of course, they are, they, they're very helpful. There's a place for them, but the film looks really at the long-term adverse effects. And, um, so we can go into that if you're interested. Yes. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, so it takes it, it, it do you, let's see, there are five subjects in the film and each of them are grappling with pain, um, with trauma, with uh, focus issues, with sadness, grief, um, stress, and um, all sought help for this and all ended up being prescribed antidepressants, anti-anxieties, which are known as benzodiazepines, um, uh, they're all fairly young. One was um, a 13, 14 year old girl. Another one, another one of the subjects was in college at MIT. And all of them um, ended up being much, much worse off after being prescribed the meds. And the film really goes into why, why and how. And um, it's really about something called informed consent. Because while, again, while the drugs can be helpful, um, they are um, sometimes extremely hard to get off of. But what happens is that your body develops dependency on them, just like illicit, illegal street drugs, and they're hard to get off of. And, you know, what you, you go into tolerance, all of these things come into play and um, life becomes pretty um, painful in the state of withdrawal. So yeah, it's a it's a very important film. It's um it's something that not a lot of people know about. It's it's a it's an international global problem because our our um we are sort of promoting big pharmaceuticals or promoting these drugs, these antidepressants really all over the world. So um there are some countries, the UK uh, in particular, where it's 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 more known that it's more talked about and criticized, um, but uh, here in the U.S., it's pretty unknown. And we we've been dealing with the opioid epidemic, which, as you know, is is ravaged our society. Um, this is not that. This is something that's going. It's very parallel to that. And um, so, yeah. So I, it, the film is very important. Um, I'm yeah I'm sorry <laughs> what I keep interrupting you I'm sorry um obviously this topic affects many individuals particularly those who are addicted to drugs or particularly prescription drugs um I I know many people have adverse opinions on regards to the topic over the counter um people actually using it for obviously medical related needs I for one um was using Wellbutrin um mm -hmm for I want to say at least a year or so and mm -hmm. then um, because I ran out of it I immediately developed side effects I was a little more jumpy and like warp speed which is a Star Trek reference I was sort of all over the place so I can understand the reactions and or side effects to taking prescription drugs um I for one which the which wish 
that this productivity drink of which I'm sponsoring called Magic Mind, which helps with focus and keeps you relaxed and maintains happy and good energy. I wish this product existed when I was, instead of me resorting to that particular prescription. Um, mm -hmm. Just out of curiosity, because this is such a diverse topic and affects everyone, what led you to film this topic? Because it's a pretty serious topic to improv yeah. topic as well. Well, I had a family member who uh, was diagnosed um, shortly after graduating from college. Um, she uh, had had, uh, she had had some trauma in her, in her childhood and um, the diagnoses that emerged sort of morphed over the years. And she started with one drug and then that led to two and then it led to three. And by the time I started even being aware that, you know, uh, there was a lot we didn't know about what she was putting into her body, um, 10 years had elapsed and that one drug that she had started with had been was had turned into a um a cocktail of 10 drugs prescribed drugs on a daily basis and this is not uncommon that um you know a simple antidepressant then turns into a medley of drugs and um at what everyone needs to know is that these drugs are never ever ever tested um with each other. So when, when a drug is tested, it's not tested with nine other drugs. So the adverse physical effects um, are really unknown. It's in, and, and every human being is different. So you don't know if you're going to be a human being that's going to have a bad response. Um, so just like you on Wellbutrin and what you probably went through, and I am not a doctor, um, <laughs> but you cannot, if you're on an antidepressant, like a, like a, like a Wellbutrin, you cannot just stop. You cannot just stop. That is very, very life-threatening. You need to consult a doctor and you need to do it very, very slowly. It's called tapering. And um, it, because I think it, it feels like maybe what happened to you is you were launched into a state of withdrawal, which means your body had adapted to the Wellbutrin and then you took it away and you were, um, jumpy and not comfortable but that's what we call withdrawal in the film yes um I also started taking it again I want to say almost two years ago um right. um and my body was getting more it was a higher dosage actually um yeah. dosage does play a factor obviously into the effects I think um again I'm not a doctor either yeah but um after being off it for so long and then my body reacclimating to the chemicals, I missed one day. Yeah. And I went into a spiraling episode of depression. I was emotional. I'm a sensitive person already, but it seemed like someone simply saying hi or would you like sugar in your coffee? Would I would instantly start crying. So, yes. That is withdrawal. Even one day, people don't. And and I bet your prescribing doctor didn't even tell you that was a risk. Um, they did not tell me that was a risk. Um, no. the side effects were a factor. Um, but I wasn't aware that I was gonna forget a day, and then all of that. Just my body was like, ah! yeah. So, um, after that particular that 
um the side effects I want to say happen for the span of two to three days um withdrawals um I didn't I think as far as side effects go I never experienced side effects before although I probably because when I was all jumpy that was a side effect that I was yeah. unaware of that I didn't think was a problem so after that particular episode I was pretty adamant like yo doctor I'm not comfortable taking this without a psychologist prescribing it because a trained physician psychologist therapist um was the person that prescribed it to me for oh the and you wanted a psychiatrist to prescribe it um, yes, if I were yeah. if I were going to continue to take it, I yeah. would, I would prefer someone who like studied me and observed my emotional reactions and habits to have more of an insight intuition as to if I should be required to take this. Because um, the first time I was seeing a regular therapist and she was getting used to my emotional habits or behaviors because they're trained to psychologically study that. So mm-hmm. she was able to determine if I needed the Wellbutrin, which at that point in time I did. But again, as you are indicating, it is not smart to immediately stop taking it. I was putting myself in a very dangerous um, situation. Yes. There's far more side effects that could have occurred that I was not aware of. So yeah. my audience who are taking any type of prescription drug of any kind, if you are no longer comfortable taking it, I highly recommend um, discussing it with a doctor or pharmacist before getting off of it because it is very dangerous to do any type of um, stopping in regards to medication. And and we have um, doctors in our film uh, who sort of, who are there importantly uh, to corroborate what our subjects are revealing about their experiences on these drugs. And these doctors all corroborate this phenomenon of withdrawal, which, by the way, can last a day, two days, three days, but it can last nine years um, if you do it, especially if you do uh, too fast to taper. You are stuck with what's called protracted withdrawal, and it's just an awful state to be in. I mean, it is a debilitating state. Um, many, many people in their support groups all over the internet for people who are in withdrawal. And for each drug, you can find support groups for every single drug. And um, these people are suffering so much more than when they went on their drugs and they cannot work, they cannot function, they're in bed. They, um, it, it is a giant subculture of individuals who I I knew nothing about until I started the research for the film, and um, it 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 exists. This world exists in parallel to a, a sort of another world where we talk so much about mental illness and let's get you to a prescriber and get the right treatment. Um, and if we're going to have all that, we need to have what's called informed consent, and so we need to understand that that pe- some people respond really poorly to this medication. So, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I understand needing to perhaps take something to help calm our bodies in some sense, because the world, as much as we like to think is a peaceful um, environment, it could be very hostile. Yeah. Um, 
I, for one, of course, the main reason or the fundamental reason as to which this podcast it was built upon was my own struggles with mental health. So obviously my means of support were spiritual, but I was still struggling as a result of that. Um, just to give you some backstory onto me, yeah. you know, <laughs> I for the first years of my life, I couldn't hear her talk. Um, I was filled with many deficiencies, one of which is ADHD. So as far as having trouble focusing, I am guilty of that um, particular effect. So as a result of all of that, the doctors who of course are trained professionals were very adamant to my my parents that, hey, she is all over the place, really jumpy. We need to just get, load her up with medication and she'll calm down. Um, my family was like, no, she is a good kid. We can handle this. So um, they decided not to give me any medication, medication. So, uh -huh. um, I mean, it wasn't easy raising me without the medication, but um, it was perhaps more healthier. I don't know if that's the right word of which I want to use, but. Um, yeah, it, you didn't have the a foreign substance coming into your body. Yeah. Uh, I have a foreign substance. However, um, that doesn't mean I didn't resort to other means of help in that department. Yeah. Um, yeah. For myself, as far as when I was younger, I resorted to speech therapy, physical therapy. Um, I believe I had probably therapy three or four times a week. Um, and then when I got a little bit older, I started attending speech sessions in my elementary school around fourth or fifth grade. And eventually I sort of weaned off of that because I learned to develop some type of vocabulary that didn't require me to have a speech therapist. So that's wonderful. Yes. Yeah. So I didn't need medication to help me flourish, um, though it made life very challenging for me as a result. Um, I'm here and having this conversation with you. Yeah. So in regards to obviously this topic we're discussing, I can understand from my audience's perspective, um, perhaps why medication is needed. However, there are other means to perhaps stimulate and perhaps keep your body calm, calm and intact. Um, for me, when I was younger, it was speech and physical therapy. Mm -hmm. um, those particular exercises and sessions sort of worked out my body to the point where I was no longer jumpy. Mm -hmm. um, in regards to adult perspective now, because most of my audience is around adulthood at this point, um, I recommend, as I mentioned, therapy. Therapy, yeah. as much as some people have some opinions on it, it is very helpful and beneficial. Um, drinks such as these, Magic Mind, um, they're designed to help with your productivity, keep you focused, keep you calm. It's a drink that does not require a prescription. It's one of those valuable assets that can help you without harming you as well. Mm -hmm. And I think that's highly important, what we put into our body, because it can have adverse effects in the long run. So I understand the world is a crazy and perhaps threatening place to be in, but there's other means of support that can help you. Um, the key is we want, we need to accept that help 
her very stubborn human body. So um, hopefully through this conversation, people will realize that, hey, I am here for you. I need to get some help. Let's figure out a way to do that. So. Great. Uh, well, well, for one, um, when you mentioned earlier that you were guilty of ADHD or ADD, I, it, it, there's no guilt. It's a part of who you were born and your personality. And maybe it's what gives you the energy to do what you do now, because very few people could do what you do now. Um, so, uh, but what I, what I think has happened in society is that we've medicalized human pain and human suffering. And every situation that we're in, we have, um, as a society, uh, look to a quick fix. So yeah. what you did as a young child and or what your parents did is that they insisted that you um, do the hard work a lot of hard work. And and um, I think what's happened in society, and um, you're talking about the, 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 the magic mind drink that you're talking about, but there are other things that like a simple, healthy, balanced meal or trying to cut sugar out, all that stuff that we don't wanna do, but we know we should do. Um, actually, it's hard because it's so much easier when you go out to just pick up that you know, bag of fries and eat it, but it's, and it's harder to bring food home and cook it and everything, but, or, or to even do a, an exercise. I mean, it's hard to exercise and find that time, but all of that stuff is really good. And I just think of, as a society, people don't understand that it really does, it should be looked at as a way of alleviating pain and suffering and focus can be improved on by ourselves we don't need to look to the medical system to make ourselves better now of course in an extreme situations and if you're really really suffering and you've tried everything else absolutely um but we have so many resources ourselves within ourselves yes oh i love this conversation it's really rare that i dive deep into this particular topic um, but it does affect everyone, and it's yeah. devastating um, the repercussions and the internal repercussions as well to yeah. in regards to prescription drugs. So, yeah, yeah. and and a really good uh, another person is in the film, Ivan, and he has his own pharmacy, and he's talking with one of our subjects, Shalimar, about a prescription for an anti-anxiety medication that she'd been taking for six years for sleep. And, you know, she'd been working late as a waitress. She'd been, had really weird hours. So her time clock got off kilter and um, she goes into the, to the pharmacy and starts talking to Ivan who says, you shouldn't be on that particular drug more than two weeks, you know, and, but doctors have forgotten, you know, everyone has forgotten and prescriptions are given and they're often, you're on them for a lifetime. And so um, off camera, we didn't get to include this, but Ivan was saying stuff to, to us about, listen, if you're prescribed a drug, keep a notebook, keep a notebook of how you feel, like what you feel on day one, day two. 
And so that when you go back to your psychiatrist for another refill of the prescription, you can communicate to them, look, I didn't really sleep. I didn't sleep on day three, five and nine, and I didn't get a good night's sleep. And therefore the days I, I really, I'm not doing well on the drug. And if you have notes, careful notes about how uh, the prescription impacted you, you are able and empowered to then speak to the doctor. And then maybe they can take a, a look at it. But if you don't, if you're not aware of what's going on in your own body, you're never going to be able to communicate it to someone else or help or fix it or make it better. Absolutely. I would love to keep this trail of conversation going, but um, unfortunately, Zoom has limited our time. So going um, to the next segment while we have time, and that is the icebreaker segment. Um, Okay. With the icebreaker question, which is very fun, you don't have to have a five thousand degrees to answer this question. Okay. So, if you had to, obviously, this may come easy to you because you're a filmmaker. But if you had to come up with a title or chapter, or even subtitle, if you want to be more particular with it, um, what would it be? In this precise moment in time, your life with your lovely pictures in the background, what would the title be? Of my life? Yes. Um, I guess, concerned citizen? <laughs> Curious? But I am. Yes, concerned citizen. Yeah. That could apply to a variety of things. Um, why yeah. that? Well, I just think it's it's a lot about what we've been talking about. I just think, first of all, it's a crazy, chaotic world that we're all in. There are so many things swirling around our news. We can't trust what's going on in the news. They're just one person says this, another person says that. Um, and um, I just feel a little bit, having made the film, Medicating Normal, um, that we really have to be careful about what we read and because what we read um, is not always truth. Um, What we see on TV, we don't always talk to great people like you who know, who are so grounded and intelligent. Um, So I just think it's a world that we've got to take, we've got to really do our research in. And a lot of people are getting misinformation and the FDA is, is I, I, I wish they, there's a lot of stuff just about sugar itself that we shouldn't be eating so much sugar. Um, anyway, your parent, not everyone has parents like your parents as they start out. And um, I'm a mom and for years I was just, nope, you can't eat that. You can't do that. And um, it is Halloween coming and I will put out Halloween candy. <laughs> But um, I guess I'm just worried about the world that we're in and, and how difficult it is to be healthy in it. I love your answer. It is beautifully yeah. illustrated. And he wrote a problem. Uh, that's funny. Um, so my answer, which sort of comes as no surprise to my audience who tune in every single week, which is a warrior for change. Um, Aside from that tidbit of information of which I gave you in Zoom notifying me that our time is ticking down, um, I've gone through a lot in my life. Um, Aside from 
what I just mentioned to you, I also was diagnosed with diabetes at the start of the pandemic, which was 2020. So um, my body has mentally, physically, psychologically has gone through quite a lot in its lifetime. (laughs) So as a result, I feel like my journey, this podcast, everything um, represents my journey, how far I've come. So being a warrior for change not only signifies who I am, but I think represents everything about me, my journey and who I am moving forward. Fantastic. (laughs) Thank you. So let's keep this lovely train rolling because time is of the essence. So the next part is my favorite part and that is song association. You don't have to be an avid singer to understand this game. You can be a karaoke singer, a yodeler, a whistler, a bird singer. Although I don't see how that's possible unless you're a bird, but um, here's how it works. I give you a word and you can sing it, rap it, yodel it. It has to be an actual word. You can't sing it. I mean, well, you actually do have to sing it, obviously. You can't make it up. It has to be a song of this time period, this millennia, this century, this decade. Oh no. Actually exist. It can't be a song that exists 50,000 years from now. Although that would be pretty cool. But um, obviously I give you the word and you have to reach the confines of your mind to find the song that exists. However, and this is where it gets fun. You don't have the luxury of time. You have 15 seconds from the time I give you the word to rap it, yodel it, any vocal capacity you have for this, you must- For the song that the word is in? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm not a big music aficionado, but I'll try. No problem. (laughs) I'll try. I think I- See, don't- Don't you wish you had this? It may, it I so be- wish I had that. Whatever that is, it looks really good. Yes. Don't okay. you wish you had this magic mind drug yes. to help you focus on this game? The brain yes. has a tendency to shut down when it comes to this game. But let's get started. Your first word is heart. And I have to think of a song with heart in it? Yes. It can't be the name of the artist either. Oh, if it helps, many people fail at this game. <laughs> I'm failing that one. I mean, I know it's a common word. My heart. Um, There's My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. A name of which oh, yeah. I use as a reference for people who cannot pronounce my name. Yeah. There's yeah. my achy break yard by Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh, my achy break. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, there's many other examples I can give, but we only have so much time. So let's keep going. <laughs> the next word in this lovely game is words. Words fail me. I am not a, you've gotten me in a different, in a, in a, words fail me it would be nice if that was a song <laughs> i know i know um well this actually is- should i get my nephew who's really good at this i mean if you want to but- hold on hold on hold on if he's here he's benny <laughs> he's 
Okay. He's a musician. <laughs> I mean, your time kind of ran out, so you will still fail, but you can still try to give an answer. I'm failing. I know I'm failing. She's giving me words, and you have to think of pause. Pop hey, this is Ben. <laughs> ben Dion, this is Ben. Hey, Dion. Okay, um, give, he'll know the next. He may not, but he, he I, may be better than me. She's giving me word, and I have to think of the song with it in it. Okay. 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 Should I just go on to the next one? Yeah, go on to the next one. Okay, this is the first. You never had a team member join in the game. <laughs> All right, so the last word is... Break. Break. Break my heart. Break something. And then. Yeah, that's gotta be something. Oh, you have to know the artist, yeah. Yeah. No, she has. You have to sing it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um. I, I'm here. Break. That's good. It's a... Break. Break up. Break up. Something with break up. In. Well, you can keep going, but you're done right now. Oh, can we get another one? Um. Sure. Um. What's um a fourth word, which I rarely do. Um oh ah the fourth word, which I believe has a song in it somewhere, is magic. Okay, so that, that that's a song. Magic by BOB. We're singing. I got that magic, magic, magic. <laughs> is that good? Oh, <laughs> And that is a song. Yeah, I think it's just yeah, magic exclamation point. What was the heart one, Dion? Um, there was my heart will go on by Celine Dion. Oh, oh yeah. beautiful. My achy breaky heart by Billy Ray Cyrus. No, I, and then what was the word? Uh, the words one. Um, some answers guess I've given was the song "More Than Words" by the band Extreme. Okay. I know it because it's covered by another band. And then there's the song "Bird, Bird, Bird." Bird is the word. That <laughs> so again, many people have failed this game. So it's just uh, puns and giggles, and you got a team member. Which I is know, and isn't he handsome? Like <laughs> <laughs> oh, embarrassing. Yeah, thank you, Benny. All right, I'm sorry I was so bad, but at least he came in and. Yeah. Thank you, Benny. Um, we only have three minutes left. So okay, okay. Thank you, of course, for indulging in this game. Um, do you have anything to promote in the three minutes we have left? Please watch the film Medicating Normal. It is on Am it's available on Amazon and it is really important. It's really important um, for anyone who is either thinking about taking a psychiatric medication or who is thinking about going off a psychiatric medication. It's just, it's filled with um, cautionary advice and not advice, but ca a cautionary tales um, and um, really, really uh, good information. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> Medicating Normal. And our website is medicatingnormal.com. It has lots of resources around this issue. And um, it's been great talking to you. Awesome. Don't go quite yeah. yet. Um, thank you, um, Lynn, for discussing such a vital topic in our society. And I truly hope you, my audience, takes away from this conversation and seriously dive into why prescription drugs are necessary and the necessary 
the unfortunate risks that are associated with taking those particular drugs. Because at the end of the day, we all want to live healthy and rich and satisfying lives um, and continue on from that. So again, thank you for joining me, Lynn. Cutting thank you, Pam. Thank you to my sponsor, Magic Mind Co., um, for sponsoring this episode. Feel free to research this. It helps and enriches your mind. It gives you energy. It gives you happiness. It helps you relax. And it's dosed with honey, which honey is the recipe for life, as we all know. So yes, yes. if you want to tune into this episode, if you want Lynn and Ben to do another round of Song Association, here are the following ways to do that. You can find us on Facebook at the Words of Art Podcast. We're also on YouTube and wherever you can listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, and Google. Again, thank you for joining me, Lynn. Again, thank you to my sponsor, Magic Mind Co. And stay healthy, stay fabulous, and know that we are here for you no matter what. Thank you, and until next time, bye. Thank you.